Do you find yourself running out of time to accomplish your work? Are you spending time doing things that you're not that good at? There are effective ways to outsource these tasks so you can focus on your business. This is the Virtual Success Show. We bring the inside scoop on outsourcing success for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Malouf and Barbara Turley. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another show of the Virtual Success Show, where I'm joined by my fantastic co-host who gives us insights every week into virtual success, Matt Malouf. How are you, Matt? I'm well, Bob. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Great, thank you. Quite excited about today's show because we're taking a little bit of a different tack today. We've decided that on these shows, we often talk about, you know, what Matt and I are doing with clients or with our own businesses. We interview people who have you know, big teams in uh, offshore and around the world and how they manage things. But we thought today it'd be very interesting to actually bring one of our superstar VAs onto the podcast and interview him around what it's like from the other side. So let's hear from the virtual assistant side and some of the challenges that you might, as listeners, you may not realize is happening in the background. So today we've brought on Ram Santamaria from our team. And Ram is, look, he's one of our superstars, I have to say. And he is one of our success coaches inside Virtual Angel Hub. So he has a very unique insight because not only does he work with one of our fantastic clients, but he also coaches a lot of our new VAs that come on uh, to work with some new clients. And in the first few months, he will be coaching them and guiding them and just helping them in those initial few months to get success with their new uh, client or clients. So, Ram, welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you, Barbs. Thank you, Matt. I'm, I'm very honored to be here. We're delighted to have you. So, um, Matt, you would have some insights here as well. I mean, you're probably excited to get some questions I'm, in for Ram too. <laughs> very much so, very much so. And I think it's just I'm really, really excited about this show today because it's um, it, it's going to give everyone an amazing insight into the uh, let's call it the other side. So, yeah, which you often don't hear because you know, as we know, we do, we often don't hear enough from the other side. It's very hard to, and especially with Filipino culture, as we've been chatting about off air, it's hard to get uh, it, the real insight and the truth from the other side. So. So, Ram, obviously in your role, I mean, look, you started out with us with working with one of our clients. And I mean, I sort of say you were quite lucky because that went quite well. She was a great client. But I also think it was because you were you're a great VA and you have a great ability to communicate. But then you moved on to um, working with some of our newer people coming in. So I'd love to hear what are your insights into the main sort of the key problems that you see happening for new VAs or VAs that are not getting success with clients. Well, um, I've been in a I've been in a success coach post for for quite a while now, and uh, I get to talk to these new VAs, and they they always raise these. And I, I listed down three main points or main challenges that they encounter. And um, the first one would be maintaining an open channel of communication between them, the VAs, and their clients. Mm-hmm. Um, the v, n- number two would be the VAs being empowered or the VAs recognizing that they, they, that they can speak up and yeah. lastly is you know um, providing consistent support between the client and their VAs 
Yeah. So, and I know that you and I have had discussions about these areas before, you know, when we see these issues happening. So let's dive in. And I want to like sort of dissect each point here so that we, for the listeners, we make it really clear what we actually mean. And we're going to give some, let's talk about some live examples because we've got lots of stories for each of these points. And I'm sure Matt, you've got a couple of stories you can throw in here too. Yeah. So the first one, you know, maintaining an open channel of communication. Now, we've just come through, Matt and I, uh, a three-part series on communication, effective communication for the cloth and the client side. But I know, and you would know, Ram, from our experience, that it, communication is a two-way street. So no matter how much the client uh, practices their side, we also have issues of the communication on the VA side as well. So can you give us an insight into maybe a, an example of a, um, a positive a communication channel and the outcome of that for a VA and then a more negative one or something that wasn't really working from a commu- communication point of view? Sure, sure. Um, I remember a few months ago I was working with an amazing client. She is, um, she's, she's, she's pretty much great when it comes to communication and we were migrating her, her contents from one program to another and as we all know, migration is such a very strenuous and laborious uh, job. So, you know, um, going in, she was able to she was able to relate to me everything that she wants me to do in a very short, concise, and and clear manner. She was able to lay out all of her expectations from me. So, in turn, the migration process went well. It actually went smoother than I expected and we were both happy with the results Um, the migration could have or the the migration could have taken you know more than a couple of weeks but because of her because of the open channel of communication that we established we were able to do it in I think less than a couple of weeks or a week so that saves us time and that saves us money absolutely yeah now I love that you said there that not only was she clear on what she wanted done, but she was very clear on her expectations because we did a show on expectations management for the clients as well. Um, and, and that, do you feel like, you know, the steps are one thing, but the expectations of what success looks like, how important is that to, to making the difference for you? I think, I think when, when the client knows your, your limitations, she knows what to expect from you. She would know what kind of um, job to delegate to you. Mm-hmm. Like, like if she knows that you're very good at this particular job or at this particular task, she, she, might, focus, she might focus the tasks she gives to you on those particular tasks, your strengths. And if she knows what your weaknesses are, she might, you know, she, she might just focus some of the tasks on herself rather than giving it to you that saves you that saves both of you time mm-hmm. and you get most of the things done you get you get things I mean, you accomplish things better so yeah it's a it's a, it's a win-win situation for the both of you okay um, Matt, yeah, yeah ram just out of curiosity had this client um ever done something like this before um i think it's the, it's her first time uh, migrating her contents from one platform to another. But the good thing about her is that she researched well before doing so. And she, she was able to transfer all of, all of the things that she researched about to me. 
and that made both of our jobs easier when it comes to the migration. I think that's a really important point that because here you've got a scenario where it, it's first time for for the client, and because they're prepared and got clarity on what success here looks like, the communication can actually happen a lot more effectively. Whereas, and I think this is too often where things can break down is because um, a client or, or someone doesn't have clarity on what success looks like. And so as they're running and gunning in the day-to-day, that's where I think um, the expectation misalignment comes up. Yeah, and also, you know, an interesting point you've made, Ram, which I'd like to highlight is that this client also took responsibility for, you know, she was migrating. I mean, I know this particular situation migrating from one platform to another, it was actually a membership site migration. So it was a very big job. There was a lot of tasks involved. But she didn't just say, here's what I want. I want to migrate from X to to Y. Off you go. She actually researched herself on the complexity of that and whether it was the right move and whether, you know, what the outcome she wanted. Yes, that created a bit of work for her. But I think, you know, could could you delegate that to your VA to research it in the beginning? Of course you could. But you definitely want to have communication there around, you know, there is oversight that you have to do there. Because if you just throw it at your VA and expect it all to go great, you know, you can really end up in holes there because you're not, you're, you're, there's, there's no communication between the two of you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. So, Ram, what about now? So, a, a situation where, let's say, a VA is trying their best, but the communication channels are blocked between and we've seen this a lot so the, the the channels are somehow blocked between the client and the VA for whatever reason can you give an example of that sort of scenario that's happened yeah um as a success coach i i i always i always encourage the VAs to let me know if you know they have issues with their clients or if they have anything that they want to be raised or 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 discussed and sometimes there are there are situations when the clients in the VA is is are not able to to maintain uh, an open channel of communications say for example you know a client who refuses to use uh, the email or other means of online communication instead um, the client prefers to talk on the phone the, the problem is the client isn't exactly a native English speaker. Mm-hmm. So there's already the language barrier there. Uh, this is in the case where potentially the client isn't, an, isn't a native English speaker. Yes. Yes, that can, yeah, that can cause a lot of issues. Yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, there, there is mis- misunderstanding um, that, that's already there. There's some, you know, there are instructions that are not, clearly understood so there is and then and then and then consequentially there there is frustration that happens between the client and and the VA and the VA gets frustrated the client gets frustrated because things are not getting done and you know when with with frustration comes sometimes if it's if it's if it's um, happening for a long time there's some sort of resentment going on between the client and the VA and, and we all we all don't want that. That can escalate out of control. And then how does the VA, so how do, because the client gets, I, I understand that because I see that, the client gets frustrated, then resentful, 
Yes. And then almost blood boiling, and then they sort of, you know, want to complain to someone or whatever, which is understandable. How does the VA feel? What's the emotion the VAs start to feel? The VA feels defeated because, you know, most of the VAs that we take in, we train them very well. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they feel defeated because they know they can do the job. It's just that either the client cannot communicate or they cannot communicate well to the client. So the frustration really brings a lot of, you know, defeated attitude to the VA, which is not very healthy to the VA and to the hub. Yes, yeah. And what about, we did talk off air a little bit about the cultural challenges, and I think it's worth mentioning, just discussing here a bit of the, the particularly in the Philippines, so we're talking about Filipino VAs here, what are the cultural challenges when it comes to communication, particularly with people in other countries? Yes, I think it's because, you know, um, as, as, as Filipinos, it's part of our culture to be very accommodating to, to people from foreign lands. And, you know, we, we always see or look at ourselves as subordinate to them to an extent. So... So, so, you know, VAs are not exactly empowered when it comes to that area. Of communication. So they wouldn't find it yeah. difficult to speak up? They find it very difficult to speak up. Like, um, I have, you know, I have not even to, to, to people from foreign lands, even to us, their success coaches, they feel, they feel, sometimes they feel afraid to speak up because they think they might be ridiculed for what they, they have to say. So, you know, at least I think it's, it's, it's part of our job to in, empower these VAs to speak up. Yeah. And, and speaking up is okay. And actually just for the listeners benefit, we, we talked about this off air and actually the, the, the topic of the cultural differences became so huge in our off air conversation that we've actually decided we're going to do an entire show with Ram actually later uh, on the cultural aspect of this. So look out for that show later. We decided it was a topic we'd actually uh, take out from here. But Ram, you've, you know, the, where you've ended there on that point actually leads us into point two. So the, point two is your VA needing to feel empowered. So let's talk about and dissect that a little bit for a second. As a business owner, and, you know, sometimes we hire people and we're really busy, right? And I've said this to you guys, the client is so busy they're not really thinking about, you know, or don't feel they've got time to sort of invest in, in mentoring and empowering and training their people, even though we advise them to do that. So how can a client, what are the simple things a client can do to make their VA feel more empowered, especially when it comes to communicating and speaking up? Well, um, based on my experience, I was encouraged to, to, to speak up when, you know, my client, um, treats me as, you know, a very essential part of the team as to an extent he, he, he or she treats me as an equal. Mm-hmm. So, so I feel empowered. I feel like my opinions matter to her. I feel like my suggestions matter to her. You know, you don't have to do whatever your VA suggests you to do just hear them out i think you know when when you when you let your va feel that she or he is uh, an essential part of the team he feels empowered and he feels like you know what it's okay to speak up it's okay to 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 let my voice heard that's a really powerful point matt i'm sure you've got a couple of comments here i do and and i guess it probably leads on to 
because I think I think a lot of uh, that that point there of encouraging ideas, encouraging uh, being treated as an equal. I think that's uh, so critically important, and I think often because we can't see or physically are in the same room, that can that can be a bit challenging for people. Um, how can um, Ram, in your experience, um, your client provide feedback in an empowering way? Well, my client makes sure that she repeats the the suggestions that I that I give her. I think she just wants she wants me to to know that she listens to me. She sometimes discusses the suggestions that I have that I make. Also, she she gives me. She gives me an opportunity to speak up. She actually asks me if I have any suggestions, if I have questions, if I have, you know, anything that I think can help further her brand or her company, which I feel is 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 very empowering to me as a VA. And 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 if there's a situation where, say, um, something hasn't gone uh, the, to plan, and because because I see um, often in organizations. Um, whether they're using VAs or, or, or internal staff, that the providing of feedback can be very uh, disempowering for people, um, very discouraging. They don't like, you know, because it's not delivered in, in, a, in a constructive way. What's the best way, in your opinion, um, particularly with dealing with um, the Filipino culture, what's the best way to provide feedback so that the VA still feels empowered? I think... I think more than anything, you have to be you have to be clear as to what your feedback is because you know again you have to maintain an uh, uh, an open channel of communication between your VA and yourself. So make it clear, make it concise. I think it doesn't have to be um, it doesn't have to be sugar coated. It has to be constructive, though, because there is a huge difference between a constructive criticism and, you know, uh, a destructive criticism. So make it constructive, you know, compose it in a way that doesn't make the VA feel that she did, that she did or he did something wrong. Because, you know, in our culture, we're not very keen on criticism. So make sure that it's, it's constructive. Uh, I like how my my client constructs it uh, she she always says that she always says that you know it would be better next time if we do this i think it would be great if we go to this that's how she constructs her her criticisms when she when she gives them to me that's and the, yeah that's brilliant Folk, focusing on the on the moving forward rather than looking at the going on about the mistakes or going on about how it was done in the past because that it's almost yeah it can be destructive to do it that way. Absolutely, that's and and, and those you know in the, in moving forward it would be better to do it this way. I think that's that's such great positioning, fantastic positioning. Yeah, and um, I just wanted to ask it just just on this point as well. Um, often feedback I get from clients and Ram, you've heard this one as well. You know, from me chatting with you about how we get around this. Clients will often say, "Oh, yeah, they're just not proactive enough," and I would say to the client, "Well." So first of all, define what you mean for you by being proactive. And second of all, have you had that conversation with your VA? Have you empowered them to know what you mean by proactive and how, how you know, because I think sometimes VAs feel like 
the client knows exactly what they're doing. So I don't want to step in and give my opinion because they're above me or they're, they might think that I'm above myself or something like that. I, I know, Ram, you would have some of our VAs that would feel that way. Ram, are you still there? Yes. I think, you know, when it comes to criticism, you know, us as VAs would, would have to be open when it comes to it. It, it has to be, you know, you, ha- you have to look at it as a, a, a thing where you learn from, not, not a thing that, you know, that's there to, to, to destroy you or to defeat you. It has to be something that you learn from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if, if, a cli- if as a client you want your VA to be more proactive, I mean, I would sort of suggest that you have the conversation with your, with your VA to say, a bit like what you were talking about, Ram, telling them that, you know, I really value your opinion and I'd love to hear more about what you think. And that can take time to work on together, but the outcomes can be great when you empower your VA with that sort of communication. Yes. I think, you know, if, if, if I were the client, I I make sure that, you know, I I encourage the, the, the VA or I let them know that, you know, they have a huge role in the company that they have, that they are actually an essential part of the team. That way they're empowered to be proactive. That way, you know, they feel like if I do this, this can actually help the brand. If, if I research on this and present this to my client, this can actually further the company. So if, if, if you give them feedback now, Hey, Hey, um, it's a good suggestion. Hey, this is, this is, this, this is a good point. The VA feels empowered that, she, that, that the client actually considers her opinions or his opinions. And in turn, that would make the VA more productive as, as time goes by. Yeah, that's fantastic. I really love that point. Um, and then that leads us on to point three. So point three was having a good support system. So I know, Matt, you've got a couple of comments to make on this too. Um, Ram, first of all, so what is it, like having a good support system, what do you mean by that? Maybe give an example of how you see that happening. Well, from, from our side as VAs, it's, it's, it's amazing how in the hub we actually have support. Like if we have something that we don't understand, if we encounter a snag along the way, all we have to do is go into the hub and ask for help. Considering how collaborative the culture of the hub is, Asking for help and getting help is very, very easy. That's good because I've set it up that way. <laughs> I'm very happy that you mentioned that. Yeah. Because I do know, you know, I, I know how important with teams, and this is not just with Filipino teams or offshore teams, you know, the idea of collaboration, support systems, etc., is really, really important. But Matt, what about when someone is just it's just you and your VA and you're run off your feet and the VA is really busy. How do you create support systems in that situation? Yeah, I think, um, and I was mentioning um, in prep for today that my first VA that I started working with, Ivy, we started working together on a part-time basis, 20 hours a week. Um, And it was just her and I in the business. That was it. That was our team. And so I was very mindful of that she needed my support. If she got stuck, that, she needed my support and it was just making um, a little bit of time. We used to just have a, a 10 minute chat every single day um, with, you know, where are you stuck? How can I help? And she felt really supported. Um, I think because when it is only you and your VA, you need to work through the challenges together because it's only the two of you. 
And I think you need to also celebrate the wins together as well, because I remember at that time, that was when I just uh, was starting my coaching business. And so there was a lot going on and we were working on projects and, you, you, you know, like whilst I've got uh, friends and family to be able to celebrate with here, uh, Ivy was part of my team. And so I needed to work out ways that we could celebrate with her being in the Philippines and me being in Sydney. And, um, and we found a way and, you know, and it was, I, I believe um, it was very um, empowering for her. What, what what was the way, Matt? Did you go out? Did you go out? Each of you go out for a pizza with your laptop and get on Skype and have a wine together. Or what did you do? Well, <laughs> That's well, an interesting one. Well, it, it you know it was it was dependent upon what the success was. So, for instance, you know I remember at one point we were uh, launching uh, an online membership site and new program, and we had it. I remember setting it up that if we achieve this and got this result, that I was going to buy her a new laptop. Um, and that's how we celebrated success. But there was only there was um, there was one condition on me buying the laptop for her, which was that she took a photo and sent it to me of her buying her new laptop, so that I could experience that as well. Do you know what I mean? Oh, and, that's lovely. Yeah, so you could have that. You could see the smile on her face and how she felt in that moment. Hundred percent. And that was just and and that sort of came about by me understanding that. That was a goal of hers. She wanted to upgrade her machine and is understanding your people. But that was one way. But yeah, we've done, you know, I've done coffee dates with my uh, VAs before where they get a coffee and I'll get a co- I'll pay for the coffee, but they go out and buy a coffee for themselves and I do it and we share a coffee together. Oh, I love that idea. You know, they can go to a cafe. Yeah, that's a fantastic idea. You know, have so a coffee date. Yeah. And, and, and it's a lot of this, I think, is just. Um, Thinking outside the square and understanding, well, what am I trying to achieve here? If someone was sitting next to me, what would we do? We'd go and grab a coffee and, and have a chat. Well, how can we do that virtually? Well, technology enables us to do that now. You know, we've got these beautiful things called smartphones so that we can be connected wherever we go in the world these days. And um, and so it's just, it's just really understanding that. But I think back to the point of support, I think that, you know, you're hearing from Ram, everybody, that... What's critically important to the to a VA is feeling supported, is feeling like they can ask questions, is feeling like they have somebody that they can collaborate with when they've got their challenges. And if 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 you, if it's just you and them, and you don't provide that for them, then in my opinion, you're setting yourself and them up to fail. Uh, yeah, and look on that, I just want to add a point here because we did have an issue the other day that came up where, you know, yes, your VA needs to be able to ask you questions, and but I think. There's also a little process you can set up around that too. And Ram, I'd love to know your thoughts on this idea. Sometimes clients are very busy and they don't really have time for a question every 10 minutes on Skype. So you know the ones that don't want to be pinged on Skype all day. Um, But setting up little processes like, I love your 10-minute phone call idea, Matt. So you could say like in the early stages of working with a VA or or in the early stages of a project, you might do a 10-minute phone call that has a very clear agenda. So it's a quick like those three questions that you approached, um, you know, where are you stuck? How can I help? You know, so it's not just a chat. It's actually very structured. Maybe you need two or three of those in the day so that, you know, there might be a morning one and there might be a lunchtime quick check-in and then there might be an afternoon if you have a full-time person, for example. So, Ram, from your perspective, would that clear up a lot of the issues that some of our VAs are having if we had a little process like that for clients, the 10-minute phone call? Absolutely, I, I I think it's it's an amazing it's an amazing way of eliminating confusion between the client and the VA. 
and it you, you'd, you'd actually think that you're spending too much time, but you're actually saving time, saving yourself from you know the 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 dangers of of having your 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 task messed up. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. think I think that's actually an amazing an amazing way of you know just keeping yourself up to date with your VA. And, and you know, a, a concrete example would be my experience with another client of mine when we'd have all phone calls almost every day. And I work with I work with this client with in in and within you know a, a very limited amount of time. So I told her that you know we can't have phone calls every day, but we can. I think it's a, it, it would be great if we can have phone calls every Monday and then emails during the rest of the week. And she thought that it's 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 a helpful tip. She she went and run away with it, and now we're I think we're we're. We have a better client VA communication or a better client VA relationship because of that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we established a good process or a good working process by by doing so by me speaking up and and telling her that this is this I think this is what we need to do, and she entertaining that idea and actually implementing the idea, and now we have a better client VA relationship. Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, those insights are great. Matt, what do you think? I mean, getting the other side here is really powerful. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that in, in all the shows we've done thus far, like we like you opened with, Bob, that we've given it from from the business owner or entrepreneur's perspective, or we've interviewed people that have had success with VAs. But but hearing uh, hearing it from Ram's perspective is is just outstanding. Yeah, because, you know, Ram, you know, you've had a lot of success with your clients. Um, I mean, you're a very good communicator, but you've been exceptionally good in our team helping those VAs that maybe are not feeling so empowered or the client's not communicating properly. And sometimes you've managed to help turn situations around without us even having to get on the co- a call with the client because you're mentoring. So a lot of our VAs get mentored in the background by some of our success coach team on how to communicate better and how to feel more empowered. Um, but yeah, like, like I say, people who are not members of Virtual Angel Hub don't obviously get that. So you need to kind of be able to provide that by yourself. So the tips we've given today will help everyone with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, as always, everyone, if you find this show helpful, particularly today's show, please do share it with your network. Um, you know, we're committed here to helping people getting, get success with outsourcing and with virtual teams. It is absolutely possible, regardless of business that you're in, industry that you're in, country that you're in, it can be successful for everyone. And, you know, we're about to share lots more stuff coming up. As I said, we've got a massive show coming up on Filipino culture, where we'll get Ram back in again to chat to us about, uh, you know, how to deal with those cultural differences. Uh, Obviously, if, if anyone has anything to add, we'd love to hear your thoughts uh, you can either comment below the show here or pop on over to our Facebook group, Virtual Success Show on Facebook, and you can continue the conversation with us there. And any suggestions for shows you'd like us to do, pop it in there and we'd happily do a show. Excellent. Well, one, Ram, I'd like to say a, um, a big thank you for your insights and your time today. It's been it's been wonderful and I, I can certainly a test for myself it's been very insightful and, and always a learning experience so thank you ram yeah thanks ram thank you barbs thank you matt it's an honor to be here and i've enjoyed my time here thank you very much great okay everyone we'll see you next time thank you for listening to the virtual success show 
If you found this show helpful, take a moment to share it with a friend so that we can all grow together. Find out more about the inside scoop on outsourcing success by going to our website, virtualsuccessshow.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.